I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for October 25th. She's worked with aliens, androids, and graboids to produce some of the biggest hits in sci-fi history, but she actually got her start thanks to a B-movie legend. Today we celebrate the birthday of producer Gail Ann Hurd. Gail Ann Hurd grew up in Palm Springs, California, and graduated from Stanford with a BA in Economics and Communication then decided she wanted to give the film industry a go. Her mother had been secretary to Jack Don, who was head of the MGM makeup department, so she figured when she applied to be an assistant to the one and only Roger Corman, she was following in the family's footsteps in a way. But here's the thing. It wasn't really just being assistant to Roger Corman. It was more like a Roger Corman film school crash course. She was casting films, she was location scouting, she did marketing... And then she did some on-set PA work, like driving trucks, setting up lights, running cable, and so on. She then became a line producer, working on developing stories and screenplays while giving editors notes and learning about the post-production process. Basically, Gail Ann Hurd got to hands-on learn every aspect of making a film, which not only gave her valuable perspective as a producer, but working with Corman helped her learn how to make movies on a budget and very quickly. Her first credit is co-producer on the Corman-produced and Charles B. Griffith-directed Smokey Bites the Dust, a 1981 car chase flick that just happens to have a character named Smokey unrelated to Smokey and the Bandit. After that, Hurd formed her own production company, Pacific Western Productions. It was time for her to branch out on her own and help bring stories to life. And she ended up producing some of the most influential sci-fi stories ever made, even launching multiple different cinematic universes. More on that... In a few. The first film Gail Ann Hurd would take a chance on was some kind of killer robot movie, the brainchild of a young new director fresh off his directorial debut of Piranha 2 The Spawning. That director was none other than James Cameron, and the film was, of course, The Terminator, which would not only put Cameron and Hurd on the map, but would go on to create multiple tie ins, sequels, games, and so on. But The Terminator was just the beginning for Gail Ann Hurd. Over the next few decades, Hurd would produce Aliens, Alien Nation, The Abyss, Tremors, The Relic, Dante's Peak, Armageddon, and that's just to name a few. Basically, Gail Ann Hurd could throw down with Kathleen Kennedy in the category of women who produced your childhood. Add to that the fact that Hurd produced a little zombie show called The Walking Dead, and it's easy to see why she's such an influential and important person in the industry. But she wasn't always seen that way. Especially early in her career, Gail Ann Hurd had to constantly struggle against sexism. People just couldn't wrap their heads around the fact that, yes, she was producing the movie. Literally, the first question she was asked by Fox on Aliens was, how can a little girl like you produce a big movie like this? Oof, that does not age well. Roger Corman ended up calling them and saying, not only can she do this, but you'd be lucky to have her. Even after that, people would go around her back trying to figure out who was really in charge, before eventually getting routed right back to Gail Ann Hurd. But not only did Hurd strike a blow for feminism by proving her merits in her career, but also by the content she chose to help create. Aliens and Terminator especially are told through the female gaze, shown through the perspective of strong women who save the day. Lately, Hurd has turned her gaze to smaller, more personal projects, like documentaries for PBS. Why? Well, in her words, I don't judge success based on box office. I don't judge it based on ratings or anything else. 
If you feel that you have moved the conversation down the line and you've been able to shine a light on something people weren't aware of, that to me is success. That's a pretty humble take for someone who had such a hand in so many iconic sci-fi series, all starting with The Terminator, whose rights she bought from James Cameron for a dollar. But that's a story for another day. And that day is tomorrow, when we'll tell the tale of everyone's favorite murder robot. So yes, I'll be back. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for October 25th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.